we all want to show the best of ourselves. Nobody likes to share our weaknesses or things that might not look, um, put us in the best light. Uh, I think those are things that make us human. And those are things that allow us to connect. So I would tell people if they're starting to blog, do those things that you might be uncomfortable with of just be yourself, be your authentic self. Um, you know, I've, it was a, this quote that stuck with me about a couple months ago from the Global Leadership Summit was um, uh, this leader, this pastor named Craig Rochelle. I think he said that people will follow a leader who is, uh, a leader who is real over a leader who is right. From cave drawings to family histories to stories around the fire, humans crave order among chaos, connection amid isolation. So we tell stories. Our mission at the Storytellers Network is to bring the art of story to the masses. Whether you're in marketing, you're an entrepreneur, or you're developing your own personal brand, telling your story effectively can make the difference between celebrating milestones and collecting unemployment. The Storytellers Network strives to help storytellers tell their stories so you can learn from the best. Now, your host, the inbound evangelist himself, Dan Moyle. And welcome to the Storytellers Network podcast. I'm so glad you're tuning in today and listening to this episode because we're hearing from a lawyer who use, uses social media to connect with an audience and to tell stories. And even though he doesn't think he's a storyteller, he really is. And, and, we, and we, we work through that together. And and it's in social media is not a normal outreach vehicle for most attorneys, but Jeshua Lauka from Grand Rapids, Michigan is incredibly talented at using social media and not just, you know, spamming his connections with junk, right? He actually tells stories and connects and it's, and it's incredible. And we've known each other through social media, through Twitter and now LinkedIn for years and years. Um, and this was our first time actually being able to talk and it was amazing. Uh, so according to his LinkedIn profile, Jeshua is an attorney at a boutique business law firm located in downtown Grand Rapids, Michigan, where he practices business, real estate, uh, estate and trust work and related litigation. He loves what he does and you can hear it in his voice and has a special passion for nonprofit board governance and social enterprise. He also writes about legal issues on his own blog, which is linked to the show notes. And today, Jeshua shares with the Storytellers Network his storytelling craft, his successes and stumbles, in other words, his story. And as we get into that story, a friendly reminder to visit thestorytellersnetwork.com for more episodes from the past, all three other seasons, for how to contact me and for other helpful resources to better tell your story. And hey, if you're new and you're listening for the first time, you can text storytellers to 31996 to subscribe. Super easy. 31996. And uh, just text storytellers to that. Now, let's get to the stories. So thank you so much, uh, Jeshua, for joining me on the Storytellers Network podcast. How is your day going so far? It's going great. I've been looking forward to talking with you, Dan. Thank you. Cool, man. So as I mentioned in my, in my intro, we've been connected on social media for several years, but this is the first time we really talked. But but I, yep. I, I wanted to invite you on the show because I see you as someone who uses social media really well to tell stories and to connect, connect with people and that kind of thing. Do you actually consider yourself a storyteller? I've never thought of it that way. I've considered myself a storyteller. I think um, what I've what I've wanted to do is really just share my heart and be authentic. I guess that's probably number one. Hmm. So, um, but I, I guess in a sense, yeah, I am telling stories. So, and is, isn't it funny too how 
you know, I, I see certain people that I've talked to as storytellers, and I've heard this a few times of, well, I don't consider myself that, but I guess I do. And so, it, <laughs> you know, do you yeah. think that's kind of in us innately to tell stories in order to connect with people? I completely agree 100%. I think that's how um, we do connect. And when I, when I think of the ways that I'm engaged in, in whether it's um, a story I'm reading or whether it's somebody I'm listening to, it's a story it's when they talk about story, when they talk about uh, personal life of who you are. And, and that that's really what connects me and what captivates my attention. So I completely agree with that, Dan. Yeah. Um, so let's, I want to, I want to explore something with you, Joshua, uh, something I consider yeah. kind of a unique situation. You're an attorney who seems to use social media. Well, you know, usually you think of like lawyer ads as a big, ugly billboard, you know, bad bus benches, mm -hmm. uh, terrible jingle on the radio or, or bad acting, but, but not you. Sure. Did, did you set out purposefully to use social media to connect? I mean, you, you said earlier to, to share your heart and be authentic, but did you think, okay, social media is a place where I can actually make connections and find clients or is it more just connecting? It is completely 100% just connecting hmm. our relationship building. And that's probably kind of what, um, what looks different than, although I don't really follow a whole lot of other lawyers, I think the ones that I do follow do that well. It is just the connecting piece. If they're just law firms with slogans and you know, you know, advertising what they do, I really don't pay attention to that. But yeah, I, I did kind of just set out to find a way to connect. How do I relationship build? Um, and I use the word authentic because I think that that's what it has to be. Um, I, I really haven't gone out there trying to really toot my own horn and um, try to say, hey, look at me and who I am and, and the great things that I'm doing and try to sell myself to the world. It really just going out to, to connect and um, I would say be other focused. Mm -hmm. and, and it's you know something that I've explored over this year of the podcast is being authentic and, and connecting and those relationships in it and how story plays a part in that. Um, is that something that, that you've ever given much thought to as far as like how storytelling plays a part in that relationship building and in your profession, both? Certainly in relationship building and my profession. Um, that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, it's, I think we all wear a lot of, different different hats you know we as a as a lawyer i i put on my lawyer hat and i'm um there to do kind of my my job and the other areas although they're they're all connected um i think honestly i i think that um if someone were to to ask me who are you what do you do a lawyer is not what i would say it's not i don't identify myself as that's that's who i am so because of that i think um, anytime that I talk, I talk or whether it's on social media, I'm just doing it to, out of my authentic self. Um, if that makes sense to you, I yeah. ramble oh, yeah. a bit there. Yeah, absolutely. No, you ramble away. <laughs> That's the best part about this <laughs> podcast is, man, we can, we can say whatever we want. Um, <laughs> Appreciate it. Now, so, you know, I would think, and I can, I guess I can speak for myself. When I think of an attorney, oftentimes, probably because of media, we think about trial attorneys. And I would guess that, you know, storytelling plays a big part in that. It's almost like you're on stage. 
um, for you, Jeshua, when it comes to you know real estate and and trust and business lawyer, it, I mean, you're probably not in a courtroom, are you? Is it more about relationships? It is primarily about relationships, but I do find myself in court. So, um, really, our client, my client base, are my my relationships, and it's typically business. Hmm. Um, and so, because of that, um, I mean, just like everybody, I, if you're in business any time, any amount of time, I tell my clients, you're probably going to get sued. And when that happens, uh, unfortunately, it it does happen. I do find myself in court. Um, and so I do find myself in situations where I am telling, uh, telling stories in, in some respects and in court, whether it's a judge or jury, typically a judge. But um, I would say the majority of what I do is client-based, tra- what I call, would call it transactional work, where I'm, I call it the happy work. And I'm not there because somebody, my client's been sued or is trying to sue. It's happy work. But I do get to court, uh, uh, um, say, on a fairly regular basis. Uh, for business disputes or real estate disputes. Hmm. And I, I like that you say that story comes into play there. You're, you're not telling tall tales, but you're telling a narrative. And so sharpening those storytelling skills is always important probably. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and ultimately it's about, um, you know, being, telling the true story. I mean, being, being believable, telling a story that rings true um, and being credible so that, particularly when you're in, in in front of the same judges over and over again, when you appear in front of them, they'll say, oh, hopefully when they look at me, they say, hey, oh, it's Joshua. I can rely on the story that he's telling me is one being factually accurate. So. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, to get back to social media, uh, I, yeah. you know, when, I, when I first started on Twitter back in 2008, um, you know, Follow Friday was a thing and all these different stuff. Yeah. And, and I love that you still do follow Friday. When I see you tag me with a bunch of people, I go look at them and I follow them and stuff like that. And it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. How does, how does that whole thing impact you? How does follow Friday impact Jeshua? Um, I think the way that I look at social media, but particularly Twitter, um, I find it a way just to engage, connect. And I look at it as a way just to, um, again, not be me focused, but, but others, how can I, say to this group of people, hey, you know, I'm thinking about you today. And I think you should think about other, I think you should connect with these people, just like it causes you to look up each one of those back. That's fantastic. Because that's, that's what I I, I hope for is that I can engage in a way that um, makes other people feel appreciated and connected. Um, Not that I'm out there just uh, wanting people to consume something I'm giving them, but to, to connect. So and that really is the purpose of why I stick with Foul Friday. I think it's, it's a great way just on Friday to say, Hey, um, I'm thinking about all of you and I think highly of all of you in different respects. And I want the world to know about that. That's cool. That's, uh, it's, it's humbling when it to, to be a part of that and see some of those folks that you're sharing. And I'm like, wow, sure. This is pretty good. This is pretty good company. So <laughs> that's a, that's Appreciate a fun, that. that's a good way to use social. I mean, we, I feel like yeah. social media, especially as I'm talking to social media storytellers this season, we get so focused on the negativity, but using it in a positive way is so yeah. cool. So well done, man. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Uh, where else do you think, storytelling helps, you know, and, and I ask this because I, I've seen you tell the story of helping the homeless, let's say, um, or, you know, pride for your city for Grand Rapids, Michigan. Is, is storytelling helpful in those aspects too? Yes, it certainly is. Um, 
you know, I, I look at you, you know, you raise um, the issue, you know, of homelessness, particularly, you know, I'll, I'll give the example that I typically give and that's you know, every Thursday, I'm during the school year, I'm meeting with a, a an elementary school student in a, in a school that's very economically depressed and um, the, the backgrounds of the kids over the last five years, I've, I've had four or five different students because they all move or, I mean, oftentimes it's, if uh, they're very transient, transient, they'll get evicted or just, there's a lot up in the air. There's a lot of, of just, there's a lot of hurt and it's right in our neighborhood. And so to me, telling story um, in, through social media and in other contacts, whether it's through my blog, for, for situations like that, it's to tell people, look, there are, this isn't something far off in a way and intangible doesn't, this is in your own backyard. There are people who, I mean, are struggling with home, with homelessness, with, with fatherlessness, with, with addiction. There are families in poverty and it's right in your neighborhood. And so in some small way, I'm saying, hey, there is something tangible we all can do about it. I mean, it doesn't have to be big, but there's something tangible we can do about it. And storytelling, uh, I think, really can make that impact, at least in my mind, isn't it? I think it should. Yeah, absolutely. And when when you have the opportunity to tell those stories, are you ever concerned with sharing someone's story that, you know, that they don't want you to share, or are you really careful about yeah. how you frame it? I do. Yes. And I, and I look at that and you know, I look at it in the, in my legal blog and I also, I often talk about client issues and I try to be careful to do it in um, as vague and generalities as, as possible, not to connect anyone with anything. And so I do, I, I, I'm mindful before I ever click that button of, you know, what, is there any identifying factors here? Is it a story that, and in, in Fortunately, I guess, and unfortunately, it's a story that um, is is affecting a lot of different kids. And so, I'm telling a story out there. I think that affects a lot of people that needs to be told. Yeah. What would you say to the storyteller network listeners, as I hear you talk about that, and and I can hear your passion, Joshua, and I can and I can see that you're making a difference. What would you want to tell the the listeners about that plight and where wherever they are? And, and like, and, and helping, I guess, like how, I guess maybe that's the question is how can those listeners who are thinking, hearing your passion and saying, man, that's, that's amazing. I never thought about it that way. What can they do right now where they are to help tell those stories? Yeah, that's a great question. Anywhere that you are located, there are, there are children who um, need a stable adult in their lives to just tell them they're valued, to tell them, you know, you, you, you're, you're unique. You're, you're just to show up regularly. And it's not even a large commitment. It could be through a lot of different organizations. When I work with through my churches, Kids Hope Network, uh, Kids Hope USA, but um, it is just showing up one time a week. I mean, I could say, I can't think of a better use of an hour of, of, of my time a week than sitting with a an elementary school kid during their lunch hour and just being there and showing them their value so it's a small thing like that I think there are a lot of small ways that you can give back that can affect in a, in, in, in a whole lot of different ways so. and those small steps don't have to be overwhelming and they can all get to a bigger story I guess right 
Exactly. You're absolutely right. Right. Um, so I want to get back to some, something you said. Uh, you made sure. reference twice to your legal blog. How? What yeah. drove you to start writing about those legal issues and putting it out in the world? You know, I thought that it was useful um, information that if there are things that in the law are um, applicable to clients that I'm working with at a time, and I didn't see, I didn't really see a whole lot of other blogs doing things like that. Um, that's really what made me just start out, start out small. And if there are areas that are, um, like I said, clients that find themselves in those situations, they could go to something and, and find some resources. So that's really what, what got me doing it. And have you seen that kind of pay off? And I don't mean like in a monetary way, but have you seen that yeah, pay off by putting sure. it out there in the world and helping people? Yeah, exactly. Um, primarily because I know uh, a lot of people who subscribe to my WordPress blog, they're my clients. And so you know, really that kind of drives some, what would I think these several clients in these type of areas, what would be of interest to them so that they know when they're dealing with these circumstances? And so more than anything, it's been good to educate um, my clients so that I don't have to, you know, it, it's something that I think they find that they're, that I'm adding value to them and, and others. And obviously I'm not just trying to value, add value to my clients, but um, anyone else out there um, who would be in my network and, and, and see that. And were you a writer before that? Did that come naturally to you to just launch a blog? Gee, that's another good question. You know, as lawyers, I mean, we are writers. And so it's, it, it comes with, you know, I think most of what you, you get trained in law school, but you get a lot of head knowledge is legal writing and legal analysis. And, and, and so, gee, for the, for three years before uh, practicing law, um, I was writing an awful lot. So it really didn't seem like a, a huge jump, but besides that, you know, I really hadn't. Mm. So when, when you decided to, to make that, that leap, is there any advice you can share with storytellers who are thinking, and whether it's writing or video creation or whatever they're thinking about, any, any advice you'd want to share with people just starting off of like, okay, go tell your story and here's, here's something I overcame or whatever. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think that um, part of uh, part of any blog, I would I would say, is that part of telling your story, meaning uh, be who you are. I mean, what I, I meaning um, we all want to show the best of ourselves. Nobody likes to share our weaknesses or things that might not look um, put us in the best light. I think those are things that make us human and those are things that allow us to connect. So I would tell people if they're starting to blog, do those things that you might be uncomfortable with of just be yourself, be your authentic self. Um, you know, I've, it was a, this quote that stuck with me about a couple of months ago from the global leadership summit was um, uh, this leader, this pastor named Craig Rochelle. I think he said that mm -hmm. people will follow a leader who is, uh, a leader who is real over a leader who is right. I mean, so people want to connect on that level. And so I guess that would be it. Besides, before you click the button and send, make sure that you edit and ahead some time to look at what you're actually sending out there. I think that's a, uh, that's a no brainer. But. Okay, yeah, Craig's fantastic. I've, I've really enjoyed uh, his writings and, and, I, and I think he's right. I mean, people want to follow authenticity and if, 
if you as a leader or as a storyteller, you ha- you're scared a little bit of something, don't be afraid to, to, to share that and bring that's people right, in. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. I like that. How, how have you seen story change someone's world? Wow, that's a that's a big question. Um, seeing story change someone's world. Uh, I mean, I think I think maybe in part it comes back to, you know, like your mentoring, right? I mean, have yeah. you have you seen you sharing those stories change someone's world even in a small way? Oh, without a doubt. Um, I think. Uh, hmm. I want to be. I guess I'm want to be careful to ask the answer to the question you're asking. I guess I'm. Do I see it? Do I see worlds changed in the kids that I'm meeting with, or or sharing the stories? I guess which 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 one is the question you're asking? I don't even know. I like all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like all the well, questions. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing to me to see a student, a kid who is extremely shy because um, he's meeting with a, a grown up male who and he doesn't have a father in his life he doesn't he's not around grown-up males but he needs those those relationships and seeing him from going being quiet to over the course of a year just excited and open and talking about everything and and knowing that he's like that because you're investing time in him um to me that that's powerful um so i i guess i'll um I've had the opportunity to share my own my own personal story. Uh, you know, we all have a story, and seeing how that um, that connects um, the people afterwards, who whether it's in like a the Christian businessman connection, sharing my story to that group, or sharing a story to a group called New Canyon Society, or or a group of students at the Potter's House, um, and, and sharing that story. Um, Again, not to toot my horn, but Grand Rapids Business Journal, um, their 40 under 40 this year is giving you 40 seconds to tell your story. And so we we had that we went through that process um, a couple of weeks ago where we were videotaped. They'll actually show those on October 17th um, in Grand Rapids at 20 Monroe Live. But sharing my story in 40 seconds, wow, um, that was that was a scary thing. But even in that and seeing the response of being authentic. Um, I, I think I've answered your question, but I've certainly seen the response of sharing your story and having it be received um, re- received well. And congratulations on the forty under forty. That's a that's pretty uh pretty impressive, but also kind of fun, I would guess, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a surprise. Uh, it really <laughs> was. It's <was> great. <laughs> uh, and, and do you in so when something like that comes along in, 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 I hear from you, Joshua, that it's not about me. I want to be others focused. I want to be a servant. Do you see that as an opportunity to use a platform to, to share others stories? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And I think that's really what I intended to do with my, with my 40 seconds. Um, and hopefully the message comes across and, um, you know, it's, uh, now I've got kind of a <laughs> a block here. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I I mean I, I admire you for what you, for what you what you've done with that and with the you know the is it Potter's House is that right? Uh, the Potter's House that's a Potter's local house. school. Yep, had a yeah. talk there. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I mean it's it's nice for us to who have platforms 
to use that to focus on others and highlight what they do. Do you think that, and I've heard a couple of things from you um, in this conversation referencing faith. Do you think that yeah. faith is something that brings that out in you? Uh, it's the core of what brings it out in me, um, mm-hmm. quite honestly. It's because I, you know, as I said in my story, which I guess will be brought, it'll be interesting to hear what that comes out because I didn't get to see the tape when I did my 40 second story for the GRBG 40 under 40. But my intent behind sharing that story was, gee, but for the, where my life was and but for um, the grace and love of God coming to my life, um, you know, my story would look a lot different. And so, it's 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 core to who I am to share my story of of really grace in my life and um, it drives me to tell that story even as uncomfortable as it is sometimes because if we're all if we're real you know our stories aren't always great about good things that happen to us or good things about our family we all have imperfect families but um, it uh, it's a story that I think we all have stories worth tell, telling and being being authentic really makes it makes allows people to connect with that story absolutely and do you have a favorite story that you've heard that has moved you in some way um gosh there have been so many of them um there there really have um i'm thinking about where i would you know whether it's the um these these events where I have given had the opportunity to speak at for Christian Businessmen Connection, CBMC, um, New Canaan Society, or uh, I'll say the Economic Club. Um, usually, those those stories that I find most impactful, um, and I'll use CBMC as an example. It, they're typically uh, uh, stories from of of CEOs of of large companies who've received a lot of uh, of success in this life. But we'll be honest, if they're honest with themselves, we'll say they didn't have everything together. In fact, it was just a matter of time before it blew up um, and, and really be authentic about those details and talk about um, really not being able to come alive and live with purpose until they hit rock bottom and realize that the things they were grasping for really weren't going to fulfill them in the end. That's kind of vague. Those aren't specific, but there's a lot of those stories. Oh, sure. And, and that, again, I, I hear you keep coming back, Joshua, to authenticity and just being real with people and sharing the real story. It doesn't have to be, you know, extra inspirational. It just has to be real. So, and, that, right. and that impacts others. So that's good. And I could, exactly. I could, I could sit and chat all day with you, but I, I won't, I won't do that to either of us. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, man, this has been fascinating. I, I, again, I, I go back to the idea that I, I love that how you use social media to, to tell stories, to highlight stories, to help others, to inspire. So well done there. If, uh, before I let you go though, if, if you could only tell one last story and you were done telling stories, what would that story be? It would be my own story because I, I know, I know it well. I mean, we yeah. all know, know our own stories. And so, um, you know, I would say, where did I come from and, and where am I? And, um, and again, you know, I, could tell you where I came from and and uh, but for the grace and love of God coming in and transforming my life um, I know where I would be and it would be no place good and so I'm 
I'm, that's the story I'm going to tell to people is nothing good that I've done. Anything good, anything that looks well on me, it's not anything I've done. Um, and I'm just thankful for the ability to tell, tell that. It's a story of faith, of gratitude and of adversity. That's a good one. Yep. Excellent. Yep, well, thanks right for your time. Today. Where, where's the best place people can find uh, Jeshua? Uh, LinkedIn and Twitter primarily. Yeah. yeah. My blog connects to each of those, but definitely LinkedIn and Twitter. Cool. I'll put the links in the show notes for everybody, man. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Dan. Great talking with you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much to my guest, Jeshua Lauka. Be sure to visit him online. You can find those links to all the resources and to Jeshua down in the show notes. And if you enjoyed the episode, please consider sharing it all over in that social media that we just talked about, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can email it to somebody, you can text it. Anywhere that you can share with other storytellers is always helpful and I do appreciate it. And hey, if you're new, listening for the first time, Text storytellers to 31996 to subscribe and you can get a new episode every Monday morning. And please consider leaving us a review. I appreciate those as well. We've got quite a few. I'll always take more. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that sounded really desperate, didn't it? Anyway, feel free to leave me a review. Uh, you can do an Apple podcast. You can do it on Facebook, wherever you listen to your podcast. And until next time, here's to telling our stories and having stories to tell. Hey, cheers. Cheers.